fuckers, it's another day at the Daily BM where we are coming to you semi-live from the studio here located in beautiful Florida where the sun always shines and we always rain on your parade <laughs> to start your morning. What's going on, Mikey? I got you in the house today. What's up? Not a whole hell of a lot. I'm and just then, this shit's working finally. I know, right? Round three of trying to get the intro going. Oh my God. And then we have Eric in the house. Hi guys, what's happening, deuces? I'm out. Don't feel good today. <laughs> and we have a special guest with us again for the second time. All about Paige. What's up, Paige? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Why does she sound like a Disney character right now? <laughs> Probably because I was at Disney this weekend. Oh, uh, were you really? The Warrior Princess. The Warrior Princess was at Disney World or somewhere else? She was in the house of the mouse. Uh-huh. What, which, were you in Disney World or were you in like Epcot or whatever? Um, uh, <laughs> you forgot already. <laughs> what was that? It was early. Uh, my friend did the Disney 10K. So. Oh, shit. Damn, somebody actually ran, runs 10Ks? Oh, I thought it was 10K to get in. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys go in the park afterward? Um, no, we actually went to Typhoon Lagoon afterward. Oh, so you went swimming for the day. Nice. I've never been to any of the Disney water parks. Are they cool? Have you guys been? It, I enjoyed it. I just yeah. laid in the lazy river for hours. It was very nice. Well, that's a winner right there. Just lounge around all day. I, nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> I think I might do that today. No, I'm just kidding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, have you been to the Disney um, uh, water parks at all? No. So you've never been? No, not the Disney water parks. I've been to the uh, regular Disney parks, but not the water parks for some reason. Hmm. The only one I no, went I to have- is, uh, is it Islands of Adventure or Adventure Island that's over there that's a water park. I always get them confused. That's I in Tampa. It- which, which is the one that's in Orlando? The one in Orlando is um, uh, Volcano Bay. No, the other one bef- the before Volcano Bay. Oh, it, it used to be Wet and Wild. That one. Yeah, I went yeah. to that one. Do you remember Wet and Wild, Paige, or are you too young for that one? No, I remember that was uh, okay. a long time ago, yeah. I mean, because I got, I got like 20 years on you, so that's why I was like, hey, was that around when you were around, or were you like 10? She you remember what wild. Mean? That was like 20 to 26. <laughs> you know, that's messed up, dude. I was in my 30s, and she was like 10 years old. Yeah. God damn, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> Swear to God. Ugh. One day we'll have uh, a guest that's older than you. I doubt <laughs> it, but. Yeah, from the funeral home, maybe. Um, so oh, That would be a great <laughs> podcast. Yeah, wouldn't it? Just nice and silent. Live from your last day. (laughs) (laughs) The Daily BM. It's your last BM that you'll ever have is at the funeral home. (laughs) Yeah, the end end is nine. (laughs) So before we get started talking with Paige about stuff, I started my OnlyFans last night. Oh, great. So look at Paige like lit up. (laughs) Yes, I have an OnlyFans for my feet. And I'm looking for subscribers. Wink, wink. I have two sitting in the room right now that need to subscribe for only a dollar ninety nine a month. <laughs> Do you have any promo codes like free six months? Really, seriously, for a dollar ninety nine, your cheap ass is going to want a six month promo code. Yes, code. Paige yeah. is already nodding. Like, yeah, I'll take a promo code too. Let me ask you something, Paige. Do you think feet are ugly? Um, I don't like feet. <laughs> So you think feet are ugly. (laughs) Wow. That's a harsh statement there. I don't like feet. Like they do so much for you. I know. Like I can't even like give myself a pedicure. I have to go somewhere else for them to like touch my feet. Like I don't, Hmm. I can't do See, I think feet are gross. I think feet are gross. And there's so many people that think like feet are great, obviously, you know, hence the foot fetish. And, uh, but it's like, I don't understand how somebody when, okay. So, what goes through my head, like when people like suck on toes and shit of their partners, is that that person's been walking around on that thing, Blech. could possibly step on something that you don't know what it is. You know what I mean? And you're in there licking, and they'll do it before they like shower. And I'm like, so gross. Ugh. I'm like, that is so effing gross, man. I mean, like, how could you suck on a big toe? And, you know, who's to say the guy wasn't in there or the girl wasn't in the backyard and accidentally stuck some dog poo and then just kind of washed it off real quick. You know what I mean? And then it's like, yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this question. Have you ever eaten ass? Is that a Brad question? Yeah. Oh. Because you're talking. Because like, you're talking. Uh, so, yeah, Brad. Um, 
I cannot confirm or deny. That's bullshit. The allegation of that. That's so. bullshit. Well, well, describe eat. You mean like gobble it up like a freaking lunch snack? Or I mean, are you talking about just like a little general pass by? <laughs> like a flyby, like I I buzz the tower, maybe you know what I mean, uh, I, I, <laughs> like a plane. Hey, have you ever tongued the hole? I could never confirm or deny that I buzz the tower. And yes, or. yes. So, so all, you? all no, I have not ever because it's, it's it's just it's gross. Like no, I wouldn't have somebody do it to me. Like just no. But so okay, I well know. then, well. Look at me just shaking. Nope, not me either. Like if I had to lick a butthole or lick a foot, I'm licking a foot all day long. So you'd look a foot foot over a butthole all day long. Paige is very silent. No, I don't do either. No. <laughs> so you don't do feet or rear ends. No, no, no I was given a choice. Gun to my head. Like I totally licked the top of the foot because they didn't specify. So I was like, read the fine print, bitch. <laughs> read the fine print, bitch. <laughs> Bam, no, I, I guess. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's 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 one of those things where you're like you're sitting there going, okay, it's okay to buzz the tower. Uh-uh. But I'm just saying you don't want to like go in full force and launch a missile. You know what I mean? It's kind of deal. No, so, thank you. Whatever, haters. <laughs> I'm just <sure. laughs> so Paige. Like, I don't get the um, whole like ass to mouth thing either. Like that. Uh, no, dude. Like, if I'm a chick, if I was a chick, I couldn't do that at all. <laughs> if I'm a chick, if I was a girl. <laughs> well, you never know today, man, with everything going on in the world. But I mean, like, true. It, I mean, if I was a girl, I mean, because a lot of guys are kind of gross. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever encountered that when you're dating? Like, gross guys? Like, just they're gross. Like, they, like, you might be in a situation Wait, where all of a sudden they start getting gross. Do you mean hygiene or do you mean actions? I mean, like, like, like sexually gross, That's like where they like go start at, wanting to do like off the wall shit. And you're kind of like, uh, I don't do that. Have you ever had that happen? Uh, no, because I pretty much know like what I do and don't do before that. Oh, so they kind of know going in, this is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Here's your menu. Choose <laughs> one. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it so what you're saying, if you were at ice cream, you would be vanilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. No. Where I would be more like a sherbet. I would be strawberry. <laughs> Rainbow sherbet, all the different spectrums. Because it's a little red. <laughs> so, Paige, tell me a little bit about dating in your 30s. Because obviously, you know, I got 20 years on you, so it's been yeah. a long time for me. But, uh, you know, tell us I a little bit about what dating. Because we I always have these. so like, much. <laughs> you hate it? I hate it. Okay. Please elaborate. Give me, give me like the, from like first talking all the way through to the date. And to the end, <laughs> where you say, yeah, either, yeah, I'm going to date this guy or, wow. This is the so, end. Basically, like, right now, Moxie, stop. Um, it's, it hasn't really gone anywhere past, like, the talking stage. Like, they just, like, want to be, like, your pen pal. Oh. So, it, it sucks, because I'm just, like, I want to, like, I don't want to be a pen pal. I want to go out, see you in person, meet you, and see if, like, we vibe. Um, since I broke up with my ex, I think there's one guy who's actually asked me out on, on an actual date date. Oh. So that is happening this weekend, which I'm pretty excited about. But Yay. it's just, they either want to be a pen pal, want to be like, hey, let's meet at midnight tonight, stuff like that. Oh, or just want to hook up talk forever and ever and never actually meet so it just sucks so have you been catfished at all i, I mean on any of that in the past like anybody catfish you like say oh i look a certain way they show up kind of like bald dudes the they wear hats showed up with no teeth that was yeah Wait, what you asked that her that question last show from, yeah did i ask her yes yeah. she had a guy that showed up and he had no teeth and she really? couldn't do it mm-hmm Way to remember, hey, Brad. Listen, I'm old, so yeah. I will forget oh, yeah. questions I asked you from show to show if you're not on every day. Oh, right. oh now he's using the old excuse to his advantage. Normally he fights it off. They fuck you, right. Mike. See? I, was, <laughs> I was just trying to warn people. Yeah, that was so, the only time I got catfished. But now I have had guys, like my friends, message me and be like, hey, are you on like Tinder or whatever? And I'm like, no. But I've had like other girls use my photos oh. to create online profiles stuff. That's quite, that's quite flattering. 
And yeah, I, don't, I don't get anybody to like copy me. They're like, nah, we're good. But that gets me in trouble <laughs> when I'm like in a relationship and they're like, hey, why are you on a dating website when you're seeing somebody? Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> so have you, so have you ever, <clears throat> in the past, have you ever dated anybody where like they kept their tender up while they were dating you or anything of that nature? No. Like when they were like when they were on a dating site and they didn't take it down and all of a sudden you stumbled across and been like, hey, why are you still up here on these things? No, not that I noticed. See, I'm a firm believer that a guy, if you're dating somebody, it, it you should like shut your you should de- not deactivate you can deactivate it I guess or like yeah. hide the profile. I, it's been a long time since I've been on one of those dating sites, um, just like two weeks ago. Um, but um, I was just curious, like. I would like shut my down. Mike, would you shut it down? I mean, if you had oh. if you had a dating page and you were dating somebody? Yeah, if I get into a relationship, it goes away. Like, I delete it completely. Well, how many dates does it take before you kind of say, okay, you know, like a second, third date? Or do you kind of like leave it open even while you're going out on that date kind of deal? Once they ask me to be their girlfriend, that's when I delete it. Oh. Okay. I'm Mike, like, what about you? Like, that. like, they have to ask me. <laughs> and I, then I'll uh, I only use dating apps like two weeks. And then I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> I just was like, I You're like, this dumb. is stupid. I mean, literally, I was just like, it, it, it's, I don't know. It's like you look at a photo and you're like, okay, this person looks pretty good. Let me read their bio. Okay. They love this, 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 and this. All right. I know everything about you now. I don't even need to talk to you. This is great. <laughs> Move on to the next one. I and then you see- talk to them and they're just like, I don't know. They have no substance. See, I beg to differ. I went on a really? date. I went on a date to Winter Park. I met this person over there, and the person was a yoga instructor, yeah. right? And she was nothing like her profile. Like nothing like her profile. Like literally, I just gave her a hug and said, all right, talk to you later. We That's never where went I was on going. a date again. That's where I was going. It's like, oh, okay. And- yeah, so like you know, you you think you know everything about them, and you finally find somebody that that sounds kind of cool, and you start talking, and you know, you hit it out, and I'm like. I'm exactly like Paige. Like, I'm like, I want to hurry up and meet because I don't like to do this whole, like, let's <laughs> chat message back and forth, back and, you know what I mean? Like, send messages. I, I don't I don't have the time for that. I just don't. I don't have the time to sit there and waste, you know, two hours sending messages back and forth when I can go have a dinner and figure it out real quickly if we have any type of chemistry. You know, I yeah, wasn't, I'm not on there it. for. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Because uh, you can be anybody you want to be, like, on the internet. Yeah. Of course. But in person, you're like actually you. Yeah, exactly. Huh? You know? And you can figure it out really quickly in person. And, you know, I've, I want a great conversational. I have friends for that. I don't need I'm – not, I'm not on the site looking for friends. I'm looking for a companion. Yeah. Uh, and then every date that I went on, which was only like four, were all crash and burns. <laughs> they were all terrible. Like none of them were like – oh, From dating sites. Do this again. From dating sites, correct. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, Mike. So tell me how I know you've you've probably if you've talked about these before, let me know. But I, I think you, I have. But I can go. I can do a quick recap. Yeah, just do a quick like from uh, what happened on one of those typical dates. Um, the first date, like it was just a complete like catfish situation. Like her profile picture was like you know ten years younger than what she actually looked like. Um, she failed to mention she had like four kids. Like just completely forgot. Like oh, I have four kids from four different day baby daddies and three restraining orders. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to get up in this mix. Like that's, that's a firing zone. Literally. Like you're going to get shot. Just, you don't know when and by who, um, the next one, like five minutes into meeting this person in real life. She asked me if she could, if it'd be okay if I'd submit a blood sample so she could DNA type me to see if we're compatible genetically. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's weird. That's weird as shit. I don't know. Like maybe we've been dating for a couple months. I might've been like, yeah, that's cool. Let's try this. But I don't, that was weird. Um, and then one, one girl, like, uh, I just, I just drove by her house and said, nope. Like I didn't even go to the door. I just texted her. Something came up because like, it was just really dirty and really sketchy looking. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Let's just keep on heading down the road. Um, <laughs> and then the last one that just made me like get off the count completely was uh, it was another catfish situation. Um, and this one here was like she just had a high angle profile picture. 
Um, so she didn't look like she portrayed herself. And then she put all this stuff like athletic, outgoing, love to travel, love to do this, love to do that. So we went out to dinner and, you know, I'm asking her questions and she obviously, she put on her profile things that she wants to do, but has never done and really has no interest in doing them. Like when you start talking, you know what I'm talking about? Like I want to scuba dive, but then there's no initiative there to go scuba diving. And then you don't even actually know how to swim. So it's kind of like that situation. <laughs> but i can't swim yeah so i'm like, gonna have to stay yeah. on the boat sorry <laughs> you know and she's like i'd love to go skydiving but you know i mean in her profile picture she and you know she put athletic build and she probably weighed like i don't know like 220 and she was like five six so she was a pretty big girl but you know just all the the, the close-up angled and you know like that kind of stuff I, I didn't you couldn't really tell she had a thin face and that wouldn't even matter if she'd just been honest, but don't tell me you want to go like skydiving and the weight limit's 200 pounds and you're like 220, you know, like, and you have no athletic prowess at all. Like, it's like, okay, like just have your profile. You know, it's like, if I said like, I actually love dogs, but if I put on there, I love dogs, but then I have a dog allergy and I can't be around dogs and I show up and people, you know, it's like, that's a big yeah. F you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So four strikes and you're out. And then I had one girl that I was kind of interested in and we chatted all the time, but she just never wanted to meet up. Like she always had excuses. So after like a week and a half of that, I was just like, no, this is bullshit. Obviously you're not who you say you are because if you were, you'd want to meet up. Yeah. Um, you're stealing somebody else's profile pictures and just having conversation and playing a game on the line here. So mm -hmm. Yeah. Now my daughter uses it a lot and her, all her friend group, like in the twenties, like in the 20 year olds, they use all those dating apps a lot. And how does she feel about them? I don't know. She says some, some, I mean, some of the guys suck. Sometimes they meet up. I mean, she found her like her last boyfriend on there for, they were together for like six months till she broke up with him just cause she said he wasn't going anywhere. She's super driven. So I, I was like, okay, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Yeah. So what's it like in your thirties? Cause like, I, like, uh, I've, I haven't really done any dating at all in forever. Um, so I don't know. What's it like Paige? The floor is yours. Uh, like, I mean, <laughs> like specific, like, so like, so like you, you wake up and you're like, I'd like to meet somebody. Like, right. how do you go? Like, how do you go about it these days? You know, back in the day, like we had friends, connect right. us you know we had you had to go to public places to meet people um yeah. like clubs and things like that i don't is it still the same is it i don't yeah. know in your 30s because that's like i'm talking like in the 20s like that's the last of my dating experience like right yeah so basically it's all online now like i just work and yeah. come home so i don't really do like the whole club scene or the bar scene yeah so if i don't right. on online is all the interaction I get mm -hmm. with other people. Yeah. So, cause and I also, mean, if I do go out, you guys don't approach you anymore. Well, do you feel like because aspect way, mm -hmm. here's my thing. And I'm going to take this to another direction. So, because you just said something, you know, guys never really come up anymore. Right. Um, do you feel like the whole, uh, What's the word? Maybe it's not feminist movement, but where women are basically um, turning into – what's the word I'm looking for? Mike, help me out here. It's where women are um, – men are getting more like, okay, so what do the women have to offer and bring to the plate? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think where it's it used to be more intimidating. Like I have like I guess a bitchy persona when I'm out with my friends. Um. And so you have resting bitch face when you go out? People. Yeah. So uh, maybe I just need to like not smile more intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, so let me, you know, so like my wife, for instance, she, she gets told all the time that she has resting bitch face because she's like very, she smiles very little, you know, she's one of those that just is kind of there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but is that kind of how you are when you go out or do you, yeah, I mean, if if you're saying that people are guys are saying that, you yeah. know, I mean, I'm are you smiling, not feel like you're not approachable? Like I'm smiling and flirty, but I have that like 
don't mess with me or I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying to like think how to describe it. I'm approach, approachable, but I'm guarded. Yeah. Like if you mess with me and my friends, I'm going to do something about it type thing. Like if you act stupid, I'm going to be like, Hey, you know, I'm going to get somebody to kick you out type thing. It's like, I'm intimidating. It's like the only thing I can, like, the word I'm thinking is intimidating. For people to come up and approach me, it's intimidating. See, I just feel like, I feel like guys today, it's like, they don't really get, what's the word I'm looking for? So when you, when you marry a a girl, right? And Mike, you can correct me if I'm wrong with this, but this is how I, this is how, this is how I feel. This is how I, I would feel, you know, being going into the dating world. Now it's like, they better bring something to the table. Um, and, and cause what happens is, is a guy gets, there's no reward for marrying a girl anymore. And what I mean by that is like, so when you, when you go through a divorce, she gets half your shit. You know what I mean? When you, um, uh, and things of that nature. So it's like, okay, go ahead, Mike. Interject. I know that. No, go ahead. Finish. Finish your thought, and then. So my my point is, it's like, what's the reward versus the cost of having that relationship? Because I mean, you you talk to a lot of the younger people, and that's they're kind of like, well, you know what I mean? It's like they don't really bring anything, except you know, if if the, the relationship doesn't work out, I end up paying out the ass. You know what I mean? Just just to get out of it, you know, versus just being able to walk away. I don't think you that's true I mean? anymore. I don't know, man. Uh, that would be an interesting topic to have on a future show and like look up uh, some, some and bring I, some people in that have been there, done that. I think it's interesting. I think it's truer for my generation and your generation, but not pages and definitely not the generation after pages because the um, professionalism like and jobs are more equally balanced between men and women and there's more dual income households. So they both have income. And most states like Florida is like sliding scale on child support. So if she makes 50,000, you make 50,000, it's 50, 50 for child support. So it's just a wash right there. You just, it's just a wash, um, housing assets. You just, you split that stuff up, but that has less to do with the court system and more to do with the attorneys. You know, you have to be married for 10 years and the wife has to show that she has no form of income in order to even get alimony, like permanent alimony. They can get temporary alimony because you can't, as a man, you can't just walk away from all your responsibilities, you know, and leave them with the house and the kids and everything. Like that's the safeguards in place. Cause most of the time in those situations, when there's children involved, the man's normally the one that moves out because they don't want to disrupt the child's entire living environment. So that's why it seems like it's skewed, but it's really not. I mean, I've been through two divorces. Yeah, two divorces. Can't keep track anymore. And um, in both those situations, I only had a child in the first one, but that was all pretty much because there was stuff I had laid out. You know, was it painful? Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of money, but it was a lot of money when we were together. So I just, you know, and I don't know. It, I, I think that nowadays, I think with the income gap not being as much because, you know, the in, a lot of the income gap in the like 50s was because of gender. After that was all, you know, fought for and changed, most of the income gap now is because uh, women have a tendency to take off more time because they're raising kids and things like that. So they don't have that time in the career path for that continued growth of income. Paige, D, what do you think on that? Yeah, I I agree. Because like when I was okay. with my ex, I made more than he did. Yeah. So it's definitely changed. Yeah the way things are so and i've had i've had some situations albeit not as many that i've seen where women have actually had to pay child support to the man or not child child support and alimony to the man because they made considerably more than he did Mm -hmm. um and it was the dividing of the assets and everything like that i mean divorce is more about the attorneys fighting and the attorneys getting a big chunk of it than the actual people coming out of it so like if you go to a battle for stuff you're going to end up giving most of your stuff to the attorneys anyways in reality because their fees are going to be so high so if you can come to an amble agreement it's better but i don't think it's the same way i mean but to answer your like what my thought process is on why men don't approach women it's because i think men now are confused on their roles because we've stripped away the masculine male 
Like it's not okay to be masculine. It's not okay to be aggressive. It's not okay to be dominant. It's all that stuff's no longer okay in society. I mean, if you look at all the TV shows and stuff like that, there's very few male roles that are like, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the eighties nowadays. Like you don't have that bravado. It's all like, you know, every dad and every sitcom and every show is like a bumbling idiot. See, and I also want to interject on that so too because I, I feel I feel like uh, women, and correct me if I'm wrong, Paige, but I feel like sometimes women are like that, and then they, but they want to, they only want you to be a male when it's convenient. Yes, I I feel like, and I'm terrible at this too. I feel. Let me try to figure out the wording. Like my mom tells me all the time that I'm bad at this. Like. I need to allow men to open car doors and doors for me. I need to let guys pay for my food, like stuff like that. And I'm just, and I'm terrible. They're like, no, but I can do that stuff for myself. But I should, I need to allow men to do that for me because that's what they're supposed to do. So would you say chivalry is, is almost dead because of the way things have happened over the last 20 some odd years? Yes, but there are still some guys out there who do that for you. You just have to find them. Uh, see, here's the thing. I think what's gotten screwed up, um, and I was listening to an episode of Eddie's show on Whiskey Uncensored. I think where people have gotten off track is it's, we've turned into a society of like, you know, quid quo pro. Like, if I do this, then you're required to do that back and forth in exchange. So, because on the show, he was t- on his show, he was talking about how if the man pays, there's an assumption of sex at the end of the date. Um, Which is the farthest think, from the truth for me. I know. And I think that's where people get confused. Like the act of chivalry is basically saying that you're worthy of this attention. You're worthy to be treated special because you are special to me. So I want to open the doors for you. I want to pay for your meals because it's important to me. It's not that you can't. It's that you shouldn't have to because I want to do that for you because I care about you. And I think that's where we've gone off as a society is we've, we've lost the intention, like the pure, the purity of it, you know, just like the, on the other end of the, you know, like if a woman decides to sleep with a man, that's just like a gift to the man, you know, for doing a great job at being a man, like yeah. doing the things he needs to do. And that's like the most rudimentary way I can like put it. But, I think we gotten off tracks. I think it's like, oh, if I buy dinner, then you know, you you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, or if yeah, if I buy dinner, you have to have we have to have sex. Like that's where it's gotten too like binary. Like it's Correct. too, you know, A equals you know, A equals B type situation. Yeah. Um I think that's where we're way off in society. I think <laughs> if we go back, if we figure out how to be nice to each other and realize that it's not out of expectation, it's because I want to do this for you because you're special to me and I'm going to put you above myself. And that's why I'm doing it. Now, if you had that mindset going into it, you'd probably appreciate it more as opposed to being like, I'm not weakling. Like I'm not weak. I'm not inferior. I don't like, I can open my own damn door. Well, yeah, of course you can open your own damn door, but it's that you're special. I want to open the door and I want to present, present you as being, you know, my woman to the world. And that's kind of what it is. Cause that's what it's, that's what it means. Like, like if, you know, when you're paying a bill and they come to the table and they go, do you want to split the checks? That tells the waiter, if it's a male waiter, he's like, oh, they're single. They're not together. She's a viable candidate for me to go after. Whereas if the man pays, oh, they're together. Does yep. that make sense? Yeah. You know, and if it's a female waitress, oh, the man's paying, they're together. Like that's what it used to represent. You know, nowadays you don't know. Like, to, you know, you, you can't even assume. That's why every time they go, I mean, I've gone to lunch with like my 14 year old son and the waiter's gone uh one bill or two and i'm like what do you think we're on a fucking like date like what the <laughs> hell no like this is my kid like yeah i gotta pay for the fucking bill you know what i mean <laughs> right but they're so conditioned to not asking because you know the, I, you know i've seen waiters get chewed out for making assumptions oh is this gonna be one check well, no, we're not together. What are you thinking? Like, it's like, holy shit, like back the fuck off. Like, it was yeah, just a damn ask, question. Yeah, but they just asked a question. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Um, yeah. So let me, let me ask you, let me take it to a yeah, different level. So let's, you know, cause I, I feel like a lot of marriages fail and, and, you know, uh, obviously Mike, you're, you're married and have been married um, now three times, but yes. so 
it's important, and I think that men and women both fail at this at times, to remember why you got together in the first place, number one, and then continue to court each other, whether it's three years after you've been together, seven years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. Um, I, I understand like marriages get like, you know, and relationships get stagnant. It always does. No matter what anybody says, you go through bumpy roads and things like that. But I also feel like um, it's important to show that affection to one another. And I guess it goes back to where you said, Mike, uh, the demasculating um, yeah, to men. men. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so it's like, yeah, there, there's no male bravado that I see in the world. Like you said, like when you had the Arnold Schwarzenegger's, the guy, you know, the movies, you know what I mean? Where they were the guy, you, most of the guys you see in shows today aren't manly. <laughs> they're just not, they're no. just like, they're downplayed like, Oh, you know, I'm sensitive, you know I mean? And things like that. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes the affection, um, is missing from relationships as well. Uh, right. as, as time moves forward and, uh, you know, that guy's of dating too. It's mixed so messages. when is enough is enough? Is I guess so. Like when you're married, Mike. So if, you know, I'm sure you've gone through these times where you like you feel like you're going, you're being affection and affection and affection. You're not receiving it. You know what I mean? When when is um, enough is enough? When you say something or do something about it, so to speak. And um, yeah, Paige can chime in on this as well. I, I mean, that's because it's also like relationships it doesn't have to be marriage. Um, so basically you have to set up boundaries for yourself. Boundaries are for yourself, not for other people. A boundary is a line that you draw that you say, if you cross this line, there's going to be a consequence. Um, and then you have to take action for that. Like boundaries are not other people's responsibility. They're your own. And if somebody crosses it, there's a consequence. And so in that situation, you have to look at the big picture. Like if you're giving affection, you got to look at your partner and see like, why are they not returning the, why are they not reciprocating? Because they may be in a bad place. They may not even be knowing – they may not even know they're not giving you affection because they're not thinking about it. They're, their mind's somewhere else. So I guess you know you first start with a conversation. Um, the one thing that we all experience is that as we age, at some point, like the physical part becomes less and less and less important. You know, like when you see 80-year-olds together, you know – they may still be having sex. They may not because at that point you start having health issues and stuff like that. Yep. I think he disagrees. Monty disagrees. She's like, no. Have you been to the villages? They're banging like crazy. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I get around the neighborhood. So whatever. Yeah. So, um, so the question is when's enough enough is when they cross that boundary. Like you have your golden rules. Like, you know, like for me, it's like, don't, don't cheat on me. If you cheat on me, we're done. You know, I've, I've always had that rule. I've never, I've only broken that rule one time and I got bit in the ass for like letting the person come back into my life. Yep. Um, cause it happened again, yep. you know, and it was worse the second time around than the first time around. And I wasted all, like an extra year and a half. So right. you set boundaries, you know, like, uh, but as far as like physical attention, I don't know, like I'm trying to do like the platter approach in life where when I give someone something, it's like being a waiter, basically I'm walking over, I'm putting my stuff on the plate. And then I'm letting the person take it from the plate and I'm not having any expectations of anything reciprocated because I'm doing it because it makes me happy. Like I'm giving affection because it makes me happy to give the affection, not because I'm wanting to barter and exchange. Like I'll rub your back if you let me have sex, that type of situation. Like that's, we got to get away from the barter system. We got to start doing things genuinely because we appreciate the other person. And I think that'll solve a lot of our relationship problems in general for, you know, people in general. Paige, what's your thoughts? Um, definitely like Maxie's Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I feel like every time I've gone into a relationship, the dating and the courting has stopped. Like they're like, Oh, I've won her. I don't need to do all the things that I did to get her. And then it just goes downhill from there. And the com- communication is a big part in. Yeah dating and all that and I feel like especially since social media and all that it's hard to communicate with people yeah and so what you said see I think I'm a um you're you're probably gonna get a fight with me over this one I think Disney's to blame for what you just said where and the reason <laughs> is hear me out the reason oh. is every single D- Disney movie or show the guy is working his ass off 
and I, I'm not talking the most current stuff, but in the older stuff, the prince, Prince Charming or Prince whoever is working his ass off to get the girl, like jumping through hoops. And then he gets the girl. And as soon as he gets her, it's happily ever after. Like there's, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's trials and tribulations to get the girl. He gets the girl and then it's happily ever after. So just like the girls all want to be princesses, you know, the guys all want to be princes. Like we all want to be like, we want to find our, our girl and she's going to love us eternally. And we can do no wrong in her eyes. She's going to cook us dinner, have sex, wear lingerie, do everything. And we just have to show up at, because we did all the hard work. Like that's the mindset that we're put into. Like, and it's not just Disney. It's actually every romantic story. But out in the there. newer it's like the, Disney movies, yeah. it's the roles are reversed. All right. And that's what's confusing. That's what I think that's what's confusing men and women because now younger boys are seeing, oh, I just had to sit back and wait and the girl's going to chase me because the girl's super strong. You know what I mean? And what happens is it's like, okay, one of the things they train you when you're in an emergency situation is if you're yelling out commands, no one will react. But if you make eye contact with somebody and you point at them, you say, you do this, they'll do it because you've now called them out because everybody stands around going, Okay, someone else is going to do it. And you see it when people are filming. You see it. People are just like shocked. They're standing there and they're like, help, help. I need help. I need help. And nobody's like helping. They're like, uh. But if somebody goes, you help me, they'll start. And then and that's how, that's what, they, that's what they train you. Like you start ordering people to do stuff. Um, the problem is, is guys and girls now, we just all stand around waiting for someone to make the first move and nobody knows to make the first move because the roles are reversing. Like, I don't know if you could be Miss Marvel, you know, or you could be, you know, um, a princess. I have no idea. Like, I don't, I don't know you. I'm looking at you from across the room. So I'm, do I wait for you to make the first move? Do you wait for me to make the first move? And you're going, well, if I make the first move, am I going to be too forward? Is that going to turn them off? Like, and then we're both just standing there looking at each other going, I don't know what to do. Do you know what to do? No, I don't know what to do. And nobody knows what to do because all the gender roles are completely commingled. Yeah. Which is fine if we just learn how to communicate, but we don't, we can't communicate for some reason. Like we can't like just, Hey, like, I don't know if you want me to approach you or not, but I think you're hot. Like, would you like to talk? Uh, no, you're fucking ugly. Get the fuck out. Oh, okay. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> Fifth one tonight. I guess I'll go home and watch some porn. You must hear that a lot. <laughs> no. No, I hear it all the time. Get the yeah. hell out of here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I hear, get off my leg. God damn it. Yeah. Jesus. I'm like, get off of me. What's wrong with you? Yeah, no. But I just, God, I just you weigh that. a ton. You're making me hot. Get off me. <laughs> I love like watching people and like psychology and, you know, um, sociology and all that stuff. So I love going to places and you can see, you can watch by reading body language that that's almost exactly what's going on. They don't know whether to approach or not. Yeah. Like they don't know. And then and now, you throw, Mike. and now you throw into the mix, you know, um, are they, you know, um, are they gay? Are they transgender? Transgender you know, like, even. Yeah. Are there, you know, there's all these other things that make it even more complicated because now it's not, not just a, you know, a boy and a girl. It can be a boy and a boy, a girl and a girl, you know. Uh, a, a girl trans, who wants to be a boy or a boy who wants to be a girl. I mean, you right. just don't, yeah, you don't know who it so is. You anymore. don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you don't know. Like, and so I think it's difficult for everybody, not just, you know, um, not like, it's not, I, I feel like it's more difficult because I feel like it's completely confused. It goes real simple. All you do is just do the crocodile Dundee and that's all you got to do. And then you kind of got an idea of what's going on. I mean, if you go, yeah, <laughs> grab the shoe. <laughs> you, uh, you know, back in the day, like you used to have arranged marriages. Imagine how simple that is. Like your parents did all the hard work for you. And they said, here's your person. Oh, great. Okay. Here's my person. Uh, I think you're ugly, but I'll give it a shot. But <laughs> you know, what's crazy is, well, that's what I'm, 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 this is actually like from like watching documentaries and watching interactions, like a lot of the times in arranged marriages, the couples do not think they're physically attractive at first. And they both are like, we just grew to love each other because a divorce was not an option, whether it was spiritually right. or, um, you know, uh, economically, like they could not divorce. Like it wasn't a thing. Um, and you see this a lot still in like Islamic cultures, you know, but they end up growing and working together and they end up staying married for like 70 years. 
because they learn each other. They learn the, what they're, you know, and they find qualities in the person that they like. And it's not like that all the time, but it is like that. Um, I also think that marriage is, was more of a necessity in the past where now it's more of a choice and a convenience. Have um, you watched, and I feel um, like the only the people, oh, sorry. Go, ahead. Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. Have you watched um, Love no, is go ahead, Blind? Hey. Yeah, my wife just finished that yeah. last night. I watch it occasionally. It, it kind of annoys me. <sighs> I find it kind of annoying because it's, Anytime, okay, so they cast a certain type of person to be on a reality show. Yeah. It's not people like you and I. You know, they cast somebody that's like 98.9% narcissist and like 1.2% personality. So what happens is, is they're always destructive. Like occasionally one might work out, but majority of them like crash and burn and fail like gloriously. Yeah. Like it's just like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> like um, did you watch The Perfect Match? Uh, no. Okay. So that one, they take a bunch of the different reality stars from a bunch of the different reality shows and they put them in one show to find their perfect match. Huh. And it's uh, crazy. Like it's crazy, but they're, they're reality stars. I mean, they, they want to be a reality star. They don't want to find love or be in a relationship because if you look at those people, most of them are attractive. Most of them have good jobs. Most of them have, outgoing personalities so if they wanted to be in a relationship they could easily be in a relationship they don't want to be in a relationship they want to be a reality star they want to be an influencer so you know none of that i don't find any of that stuff kind of like real in my opinion um but yeah anyway so what were you gonna say about love is blind i kind of went on a tirade <laughs> oh i just thought like the concept of it was oh cool. yeah yeah but that's what we do now on the internet they just put a, a screen in between you because you don't see the person because, you know, most of the time you don't fa face uh, FaceTime or Zoom or, you know, mess messenger chat with video. I mean, sometimes maybe, I guess, but a lot of times it's, it's just typing and you don't even hear the person's voice. True. I'm assuming. I don't know. Has it changed a lot or is it still that way? Um, I have a rule. I require uh, FaceTime now <laughs> before yeah. I meet the person to make sure it's actually the person. All right. But how long do you chat with the person before? How long do you chat with the person before you do a FaceTime? Or is it usually right out the bat? Um, it's normally like right off the bat. Okay. Yeah. So technology has helped that way where you can see the person face to face yeah. and you can actually see if they're catfishing you or not. So that, that's kind of nice. Um, so that, that, I guess that's a positive right there. Yeah. Uh, you can do it not right in the to, app so that you don't have to give them your phone number or anything. Oh, okay, cool. So, so like on the dating apps, they now have the video chat yeah. feature. Do they charge for that? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. So that's free. Yep. That's pretty wild. Um, I think that would definitely help with transparency if you could actually see the person. Yeah. So <laughs> then I feel like you're also doing chat roulette again. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for my FaceTime to meet you. Oh, it's a dick pic. Oh, great. Thanks. I remember them days. <laughs> I think they started that during COVID. I don't care. Yeah. That app was fun. What, chat roulette? No, like that. No, the video chatting. Yeah. That started during COVID. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I could see that was more, more mandatory because I feel like I feel like that messed everybody up too with their social skills. I know I'm a different person coming out yeah. of COVID than I was. Like I'm a lot more like a homebody now than I've ever been in my entire life. Same. Like yeah, he never wants to do anything. <laughs> ever. I don't ever want to do anything with people. I do a lot of stuff on my own and with my wife and my immediate family, but I don't really like want to go yeah, out with lots months. of people. Um, and I probably need to change that. Like, I don't even like going to like movie theaters anymore. I used to love going to movie theaters, but when COVID hit by like, pre COVID, I was starting to get a little turned off just because everybody was bringing their crying babies to like <laughs> 11 o'clock shows. And there was They're no like babies. social decorum. Yeah. Like some guy, some guy like in family, he brought like his four year old, three year old, two year old to the conjuring at 11 o'clock at night. And the kid was like screaming bloody murder. Like the four year old's like, I don't want to watch it. Literally, want that. And he's like, he's like, be quiet. Like I'm watching a show. And then the kid's screaming and like running up and down the aisle. And you know the guy, the manager just walks in, and it was a minority couple, um, Hispanic. So obviously it was a white guy that was the manager, and he's not gonna say shit because he doesn't want to wind up on Instagram as a racist. You know, <laughs> I mean, literally, I watch him walk in, look at him, and go, I'm not touching this one. I'll just give everybody else like free tickets when they come out. So literally when he walked out, they were like, 
you know, you walked out, the manager was standing there and he, and he was handing out like complimentary tickets. And I was like, this is fucked up. Like, why would I want to come back? <laughs> 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. I was like, it was the weirdest thing. I was back and it was the cob. Um, and I was like, who brings your kids to the conjuring? Like, can't you like, like wait till that shit comes out on DVD. Like, I mean, who brings their kids to the conjuring? Yeah. I remember like when I had my daughter, like I didn't go out anywhere. Like when we would go out and she would act up, we would leave. Like if we were at dinner, we'd pack up our shit and go. Like we'd just be like, listen, we're sorry. And we would apologize to the tables around and say, listen, she's having a bad night. And then we just waited till she got old enough to be able to like verbalize <laughs> what she needed. You know, and then we could tell her to shut up. <laughs> 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 and she'd understand. No, I'm just kidding on that part. But so what is... So basically, what do you what do you do like as a you know working adult with a life trying to find love? It's like you just go like check out profiles like when you have a free moment, and then there's a lot of guys talking to you, or is that diminished as well because guys are afraid to approach or they just want sex? Um, I'm sure you get a lot of basically that. basically on the dating apps that I'm on. I have to make the first move, so oh, okay. I have to message first. Okay, so they do they tell you they're interested though? Uh, I mean, is it like a or no, not at all. Like the guys just sit there and go, "Please pick me." Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, yeah. And now you wonder why you can't. They don't approach you in public. It's because they're conditioned. They can't even like talk. They've been censored online. They can't even interact. They're just <laughs> a pretty face. It's like, oh, look, I have a dog. I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> Only serial I kill is Fruit Loops. I'm not gay. <laughs> but are you <laughs> no i'm just thinking like a profile that just gets worse because every time he says something it's like you know it gets worse he's like digging a hole <laughs> that I'm would be gay, me. but i don't have a problem with gay people but i'm not gay i like vagina that would totally be me in a conversation 100 yeah. <laughs> yeah. if i was on a dating site i i probably would never get a date ever well, i'd be that would. guy you would senior mingle you do great you're still, you're, still, you. you're, on, you're on the lower, you're, you. you're on the lower end of things. You do great. Hey, <laughs> I love to go on a date. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, um, I follow some people on Instagram that are single in their forties. Uh, they're like Instagram influencer type people. I, I follow them for the fitness routines and stuff like that. And they're always complaining, like how hard it is to find <clears throat> water. Know, somebody. Yeah, water. <laughs> and I'm looking at them. I'm like, but why? Like, you're beautiful and you're driven and ambitious and like all this stuff. And I'm like, how? If a person like that can't succeed, how do other people expect to succeed? I mean, I did. I, I got married. But how do other people expect? You know, <clears throat> I'm dying. Game over, man. Game over. Yeah, but on that note too, though, I mean, Mike, if you really think about it, I mean, you you originally weren't <laughs> going to go out on that date. You know what I mean? You weren't going to come out and hang. You were like, eh, and you know, well, what yeah. I mean? and it, it took me twisting your arm to get you to get the damn restaurant just to <laughs> to meet the person, and you ended up marrying her, which is great. But I'm just saying. So, um, oh, I was done. I was I committed to solitary life. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I mean, I feel for you, Paige. I mean, because you know it's tough out there. It's hard. I mean. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. If, if I, if this didn't work out with my wife and I, I probably wouldn't date at this point in my life. I'd be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm happy with myself. I don't need anybody else around me. Um, I've become very, uh, independent probably in the last five years, more so than I ever have been in my life. Um, I've always been dependent on other people and always <clears throat> been dependent on my mate, so to speak. And having that interaction where now I feel like hmm, I could be okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know that sounds horrible to say, but I, I really do feel that way. Um, I don't know. So I feel for you on that notch when you're going out there looking for these dudes, you know what I mean? Cause it's hard out there, man. It's, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, based on the things that I've seen and what Mike and you guys were talking, what you and him were talking about for the last, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough one. You okay there, Mike? I think Still I'm dying. Choking? Yeah, I'm still I, know, I was like, Jesus. <clears throat> I, need, I, need, I, need wa I need water. I only have is coffee, and the coffee keeps coating and making it worse. So, right. Yeah. Um, 
Listen, that was, that was Jesus telling me to shut the fuck up. Probably like, <laughs> like, probably like a listening audience. Oh, that's probably me in the background telling you shut that. Shut the fuck no. up. <laughs> and secretly the much of her And Moxie's about had enough too. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, Paige, I really wanted to get into a subject um, because, you know, we talked about it. I know we're running out of time today, but maybe another topic. Well, we can talk about it for on. a few more minutes. I mean, we can go to another 10 well, minutes. I, mean, I think hour. this topic will take a little bit of time, but um, it was about mental health because we oh. had an episode a while back about mental health. And it was Mike and I talking about it. And mm-hmm. I think that hit home with you um, because you were talking about, like, you know, uh, mental health with people in their 30s, things like that. Um did you want to reflect for a couple minutes or is it something that we should save for another we show? We can save that for another show. I mean, okay. Cause I think, I feel like that's going to take yeah. some time. <laughs> so, um, Mikey. What's up? You okay? Are you, are you good? Are we- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm all right. I don't know. It is what it is as your favorite expression is. Right. <laughs> Paige. If he dies, he dies again. I wish you the best of luck. Uh, is there any way the Daily BM can help you with those dates? Uh, you know, inspecting them before you go out, making sure that these big guys are legit. Uh, hey, let us know. You can say, hey, listen, I need you to submit your application to info at thedailybm.com for consideration because Mike and I would probably have a fucking field day fielding these guys on dates. <laughs> yeah, Paige is beautiful, intelligent, and amazing. So if you're a piece of shit, don't apply. Yeah, don't apply. That's it's a disclaimer. That's See, a disclaimer. <laughs> We'll see right through that bullshit. We'll see right through your bullshit because we're dudes. Trust me. (laughs) Unless you're Uh, incredibly hot, because you know. Well, if if they're incredibly (laughs) hot, that's a dude. I mean, you know, hell, my. For I mean, no, they're incredibly hot. They can still apply because I'm sure that might switch it. You never know. Overlook some 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 personal character flaws if they're really hot. Oh, God, you know, that brings on a whole different subject, too. I'll let that one go because I was going to go somewhere with that, but we'll be here another 20 minutes. Um, So, guys, listen, uh, Paige, thanks again for coming on. It's always awesome having you. Uh, I love touching on this. Yep. You love touching on what? uh, We'll talk later, Mike. Um, (laughs) So, guys, uh, follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at The Daily BM. You can also follow us on the Tiki Talk and on the Tweet Machine at underscore The Daily BM. Go to the website, thedailybm.com, or, hey, go check us out on Facebook. It's starting to grow. We're getting a lot of uh, interaction. (laughs) That's what she said. And that's what she said. So, maybe Erica, I'm going to call him Erica again because he's a bitch, will be here tomorrow. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. That was very sexist. I know it is. So we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Paige, take it Bye. easy. This is this is this is Peace. Oh.